Shalom Abrach, we're up to Chagiga Davchov Beis. Today's Dav finishes a discussion of Tvila, one kli within another. We're talking about being sensitive to Amaratza, making sure not to build any Ava over there. We talk about the concern of lending Kalim, borrowing Kalim from an Amaratz. We'll, maybe we'll also get to the Sugya of Achoyrayim, the outside and the inside of a kli, the different parts of a kli. Chumras of Kachim over Truma. We begin. We had a Machlaikas, what the reason is, what the concern is for toiveling one clay within another. Either it's because of a Chatzitza, or it's a concern that it's going to be toiveled in a mikvah that does not have the shear, and it won't be connected to a mikvah which does have the shear with a tube that is big enough to have a Shvoiferes Hanud fit within to connect the two mikvahs. And now Rava is going Lishitosoy. Rav is the one that said that the issue is that the mikvah won't be connected well. He says that if a person has a, a, a basket c- texture, some sort of a, a kli like that that has holes in it, that's dividing a mikvah in half, then if his half of the mikvah does not have 40 saw in it, he's not toivled. It's not a kosher mikvah. Because otherwise you could say, look, hey, the ground has is porous, right? Water can go through dirt. We don't say that it connects to, you know, the Mayim Tachtoinim. Because there has to be a certain size pipe that connects it to 40 saw. You have to have 40 saw here. The Gemara, however, clarifies that the, the outside Kli is only going to be an issue with the inside Kli if the outside Kli is Tahar. But ironically, if the outside Kli is Tome, then since the outside Kli becomes, is metahair with this Tvila, Memela, the inside ones, will be toiveled to, together with the outside one. And the Mishnah says like this, if you have a, a Kli which is holding other Kalim and you toivel it all together, they're all tahirin. It also says that the waters need to be connected with a Shvaferis Hanud that can fit two fingers in. If you don't have that, then you, then you, weren't, you didn't toivel it. The Gemara also says that this Machlaikas what the issue is with the Kli B'Teich HaKli between Rav and Rav Eloi is actually Machlekes Tanoim. So we have a, a Bryce that tells us that if someone has a basket, a holy basket, and he fills it up with Kalim and he toivels it like that, then whether it's Kachim or Truma, it is Tahar. Abba Shaul disagrees and he says that it'll work for Truma, but not for Kachim because he'll be concerned of a Chatzitza for Kachim. Gemara says, if we really have a Chshash that it's not being toiveled well and there's a Chatzitza, why would we not be Choshish for Truma as well? Gemara says that the only people who are asking Shailas about Truma are Chaveirim. These are Tamid Chachamim, and they know to make sure that the water touches every aspect of the Kli. Wait, so the only people who are asking Kachim Shailas have the same, same thing. They're also Tamid Chachamim. They'll be on guard for Kachim as well. Or because maybe an Amaris will see the Chaver doing it, and then he'll do that with his Kachim. But that's the same concern with Truma. Oh, we're not going to accept the Truma of, a, of an Amaris. Well, Kachim also, we wouldn't accept the Truma. No, with Kachim, there's an issue of Ava. Why is there no issue of Ava by Truma? That the Amaretz will be upset he didn't accept his Truma. He could always give it to his to an Amaretz. But with Kachim, you can't just give it to an Amaretz Kachim. It's for the base of Mikdash. There's no other option. If we shut down Kachim, we shut it down permanently, so we have to accept it. Who says that we're worried about bothering an Amaretz? This is Rabbi Yoisi. You see in Abraisa, he says that... We trust everyone on the tahara of wine and oil all year round because we want people to come to the base of Mikdash. If, 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 we, if we don't, if we shut down Amaratzim, then they're going to go 
build their own bama, build their own paraduma, and do things their own way, and they probably won't get it right. Well, definitely if you're building a bama. And uh, Papa adds over there that we learn from Ebiyasi that this is, we can ex- accept the edus of, of an ama aretz, even though the Rabbanon and Psachim would not accept the edus of an ama aretz. Now the Gemara says, why aren't we worried by truma? And we say you're allowed to toivel a kli within a kli. Why are we not concerned that someone is going to borrow the truma kalim of an ama aretz who did it wrong, who toiveled a kli within a kli and wasn't careful, and there was a chatzitza? Why are we letting these kalim get around? Why aren't we worried about she'ela? And now the Gemara proves that there is a concern of she'ela. We have a Mishnah that tells us regarding Tuma passing, Tuma's mace passing through a roof, that if there's a kli cheres in the way, then none of the Tuma will go through. But Beishamai disagrees with Beishel here, and he says that this kli cheres will only prevent the Tuma from affecting food and drink and other kli cheres. But the people in the Kalim up there, those are going to be Tome. So Beishel, Tobeishamai. L'chayver, you're telling me that the reason why some Tumah makes it up into the roof is because this Klicheres that was put to deflect the Tumah from going up, L'chayver, it came from an Ama Oretz who was already metame this thing before he put it in the roof to block out the Tumah. And the Tumah Kli can't be Choytzeit's Tumah. So how could he be metahir, the food and drink upstairs? If the Tumah went through, the Tumah went through. The Klicheres was already Tumah. So Beishamai said, I could be metahir, the food and drink, which is inside the kalim. But the kli itself, maybe the kli was borrowed from an Amaretz, and the kli is Tomei. So Agav, so far right here, we already have our, our question. Like, we see that there is a concern that kalim are borrowed from an Amaretz, and they're Tomei. But uh, we continue tangentially with the Brisa that tells us that Rabbi Yeshua said, I'm just... This psaka beshamai to only be metame the kalim and the people, but not the food and the drink. It's, it's like it's 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 embarrassing. I totally don't get it. How could it be that you have a woman up there who is going to be tome, but the food that she's needing is going to be tahar? The tome, the tumah will go through the klicheres and be metame her, but not the dough. You could have a barrel which is tome, but its contents are tahar. So there was one Talmud of Bishamah who came and he said, would you like me to explain Bishamah's Ptah? He said, sure, go ahead. He said, if there's a cleat Tomei stuck into the floorboards to prevent the Tumah from downstairs coming up, is it, if, if that cleat is Tomei, is it going to be a Chatzitza? He says, no, okay. What about a cleat of an Amaretz? Do we assume it's Tomei or Tar? He says, we assume it's Tomei. He says, okay, now we're assuming that this cleat in the floor is Tomei if it comes from an Amaretz. And therefore, everything upstairs should be Tomei. What happens if you told the Amaretz that everything in his attic is Tomei? Is he going to listen to you? Fakert. Not only would he not listen to you, he would say, my stuff is Tar, your stuff is Tomei. Beshamai knew that this is in, it's a psak that will not be accepted. So he said that the food and drink will still be Tar and the rest will be Tomei. Yeshua heard this and he went to the cave of, of Beshamai. He said, I, I feel terrible, and I want to ask Mechila from the Atzmois Beishamai. He says, even these, if, if the closed Pesachim of, you, of yours, the ones that I didn't understand, are so well explained, 
Alachas Kama Vakama, the open Psakim review of, of yours, of, of Beshamah's Psakim, are beautiful Psakim. And they say for, for the rest of his life, Beshua's teeth was, were blackened from fasting because of the way he spoke about Beshamah's Psak. However, back to our Sogya, you see that there is a concern that the Kaili was borrowed from an Amaretz. And why would we not have that concern about Truma? Why would we let out a Psak by Truma for Chaverim? Maybe they'll borrow the Kalim of an Amaretz. So the Gemara says, yeah, maybe they will, but they'll it if they borrow it from an Amaretz. So why didn't Basil respond to Beishamai and tell them, look, he'll borrow it from them, but he'll toivel it. Ah, because when it comes to the Tomei Mace, you need to be sprinkled on the third day and the seventh day of the Tumah. And people don't borrow things for more than seven days. The Gemara says, what's wrong with an Amaretz's tefillah? Why would we not believe him to say that he toiveled it? We believe an Amaretz in the Brisa, if he says that he toiveled after coming in contact with a, with a mace. So Abai explains, we believe him for his body, but not for his kalim. We believe that he went to the mikvah, but not that he toiveled his stuff. Because even if he tells us that he toiveled his kalim, we, we have a chashash that maybe he toiveled it in a mikvah that was not connected with a shifaris hanud. So it wasn't a, a, a kosher tefillah. And we have a Brisa that tells us this, that we believe in Amaretz to say that his Paris or not but we don't believe him to say that they are, but they weren't. They, they didn't actually come in contact with the Tumah. The Gemara says, do we believe an uh, Amaretz that he went to the mikvah himself? The Bryce tells us that if a Tamachachim, a Chavir, shows up and he wants to be sh- sh- sprinkled with the Paraduma to become Tar from Tamameis, we sprinkle on him right away. But an Amaretz who wants to be sprinkled, we have to see him go to the mikvah on the third and seventh day. So you see that if he just came in and said, oh, I went to the mikvah on the 3rd and 7th, we wouldn't believe him. Hello, Marabaye. We're machmer on him, man. When he shows up and says, sprinkle on me, we say, nope, we have to watch it do 3 and 7th. That allows us to be makel to believe him that he was nizar with his tevila, that he wouldn't need more. Then to the 7 days, when he says, I'm tar, then we will believe him, since we already tackled him with the chumrah. Now he said one of the chumras of Kachim over Truma is that if it gets Tomei on the outside, the inside will be Tomei by Kodshim. What does Acharayim V'toich mean? The outside and the inside? This is a mission that tells us if there's a Kli, that the outside gets Tomei with liquid, the inside also becomes Tomei, but the other extremities of this Kli will not become Tomei. However, if the inside of the Kli becomes Tomei, then every aspect of this Kli, every facet of it will be Tomei too. We said if it becomes Tomei, then the base Hatsvita will also be Tomei. What is this base Hatsvita? Um, so Rabbi Huda says, it's the, the handle, the, the, the part of the clay that you hold when passing it. Rabbi Asi learns that the, the base Hatsvita is this a separate section of the dipping tray where the people who are finicky, who don't want to dip where anyone else ever dipped, have their own little square of dip. So that part will also become Tomei. Next we have a Braisa from Rev Bibi, Meshem Rev Nachman. He says that if the outside and the inside of a kli become tomei, if either one becomes tomei, the whole thing is, is tomei, whether it's kodshe mikdash or kodshe gevul. What's kodshe gevul? Well, oh, this is truma. Yeah, but the Mishnah tells us that it wouldn't become tomei by truma. Oh, maybe we're talking about chulin that's being treated out to haras koydash. And this is reminiscent of what we said. The Rabbi Bavua said that there are ten things listed in our Mishnah. The 
Now there are eleven things, and the first thing, the first six, are differences between kachim and truma, but also a difference between kachim and chulin that is treated like like kachim. And the last five in our mission is talking about the difference between kachim and truma, but not chulin, which is being treated like kachim. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.